everyone, Aurora with Supercharged Science at uh, Homeschool Science Curriculum for K-12. through And today I wanted to be talking to you about how to get kids interested and excited about what it is they're studying. I mean, you know when kids are really into it, it's so easy to teach them, right? But when they're not interested at all, it's like trying to push a freight train up a hill and it's impossible. So the real trick comes into uh, figuring out what it is that makes kids interested and how to keep that going long term. Now, if you're really serious about doing this and you want a shortcut to doing it and something that works and um, is really easy, you can go to my website at www.superchargedscience.com and check out the resources that are on the science curriculums that are already there. All right, for today, um, one of the most important things you can do when, or if you want your kids to learn something, you got to get them interested in it. Now, a lot of times you'll, you might think, yeah, but, but my, my, I don't want my kid, I don't care if he's interested or excited. He's just got to do it. You know, you just got to learn math. You just have to do it because everybody does it. And well, <laughs> that's not very motivating if you're a kid and you're like, well, make me, right? <laughs> so, so how do you get past that? And how do you do it in a way that doesn't cause a lot of friction? You don't have a lot of power struggles going on between you and your kid. Because after all, you know, you're investing all this time and energy into uh, educating your kid. And the last thing you want is for them to say, no, I don't want to learn that. Or what do I got to learn this for? You know, it's really heartbreaking, you know? So... And a lot of, I wrote down a couple other um, uh, things people had written in and said uh, by email and said, well, other things is, yeah, I want to get them interested, but I don't know how. Like, how? I'm not a scientist. And I was trying to think about it from their perspective, and it would be like me trying to teach, you know, Chinese to my, my kids. I have no knowledge of the culture, the language, anything. And it could be that intimidating of teaching a foreign language to kids, and you have no idea where to start or, where, or what they even need to know in the first place. So it can be really, so if that sounds familiar, then keep watching because we're going to talk about that. Um, and then one of the other ones is, oh, my kids are excited. Now what? <laughs> like, okay, we did this really cool experiment, found like 10 of them on YouTube. Now what? <laughs> so, so those are the things I want to just cover real quick. And this, um, if you just remember these two really important things. So, um, no, by the way, I'm Aurora with SuperchargedScience.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to do this easily and quickly and teach science the easy way, go to www.SuperchargedScience.com. Okay. So the first thing you need to know is um, it's really hard to influence people, right? Super hard. I don't know how to do it. I have no idea how to teach you how to do that. I do know that it's a lot easier if you find out what, what's a lot easier than influencing people. And, you know, have you ever tried to convince somebody, like you ever tried to convince a five-year-old they don't need that ice cream? <laughs> how well does that work? I've never been able to do it. So <laughs> instead, what you want to do is you want to offer options. And what it sounds like is something like this. You want to find out what they're already interested in and use that to segue into where you want to go. So for example, suppose you have a kid that's totally into cars and they just, they live and breathe cars. They have NASCAR, I mean, they know everything about the latest cars. They love McLaurins and Lamborghinis and everything about cars. And they have a math lesson. Now, you might think, oh, okay, we can add two cars and add three cars and get five cars. Well, yeah, but not really, right? So instead, what you want to do is you want to ask, ask that kid and say, okay, I know you love cars. Let's find out everything we can. Absolutely everything. Because what do cars have? They have an engine. What's inside of an engine? That has a lot of chemistry. It has a lot of engineering, a lot of technology in it. Um, it also has a lot of math in it. It has a lot of um, history. It has, you, you can read up about them. You can do art projects on it. You can do tons of things all under the framework of 
cars, right? So it doesn't have to be, uh, so uh, for example, for math, so, uh, that's a popular one. So you're like, how do I relate math with cars without just sounding really preschool about it? And you say, all right, I've got a seventh grader who's interested in cars. And then you can say, all right, so I've got these cars. I've got this, um, I've got three top, pick any car, three top cars you want. And tell me about the thermal efficiency of the cars. And you say, wait a minute, what do you mean thermal efficiency? Well, how efficient is the car? Suppose we put this much energy in, how much gas we put in, how much does it cost? How much did I spend on gas if I'm going from New York to Los Angeles? You can calculate that, right? We're already starting to do division and multiplication. Um, and so, and then you can also talk about how efficient the car is and versus different cars. And depending on which mile per hour you're at, you know, what speed you're at is going to have a different amount of efficiency. There are different kinds of efficiency. There's energy efficiency, there's thermal efficiency, which I mentioned, which is um, uh, how much energy you put in versus uh, and how much it can use for um, in the heating process. There's a ton of different things you can do. So you don't. So long story short, you just start with where they're at. So you start with what already motivates them and what already gets them excited, where they jump out of bed and they can't wait to discover more. Suppose you got a kid that's only interested in flowers. I've got one. She loves to garden. She'll spend all day in the garden and tending things and making things beautiful and, and putting this one here and putting that one there and checking to see if the carrots are ready. They're not. Put them back in. <laughs> so we have, we have one of those. So what do you do with one, a kid like that? You say, well, that's easy, right? Okay, so now if um, I gotta always keep in mind my goal, where am I headed? I want today to study history. Well, there's a ton of history with plants, right? You just visit the local library and she'll come out with an armload of books. Um, you can turn it into art projects, history projects. How do you do science? Um, really easy, you can just take a leaf from each plant and measure photosynthesis. You can take a, you know those little punch things, hole punch, and you just, you squeeze it and like a circle of the thing comes out and leaves a hole. So you take a hole, um, you take some of those samples from each and you put it into a jar um, of water and you add a little baking soda and you put a, a light on top and the leaf will go up and down depending on how much um, energy it's turning from the light into energy so you can measure the photosynthesis rate of that little leaf chard, that little um, section of leaf. So there's a lot of science that you can do. You just got to know where to start and you start with what the kid's interested in first. Um, okay, so let's take one more quick example. My kid hates science, totally not into science, not even remotely interested. All he wants to do is play video games. All he wants to do is ride his bike. All he wants to do is football, whatever it is, right? <laughs> so you have to find a common denominator with where you're going, with what you want to cover. Um, and so you can start from what you have to, you have to be more a detective in that case. For example, if I had a kid like that, I would ask, okay, so tell me more about this video game. What is it that you really enjoy? Like, what is it that really is, really hooks you? Like, what do you enjoy the most about it? And they might say, oh, it's the adventure. I never know what's gonna happen next. I am so excited because I, all these things are coming at me and I don't know how I can handle it, but I can try and figure it out. Okay, so they are giving you their recipe for what is interesting to them. So they like things that are adventurous, things where they are uncertain about the outcome, but certain enough that they know they're gonna do it, uh, they can safely be successful, they can be safe and also be successful. So they're giving you these clues. And so what that means is, is when you look at your curriculum that you've picked, is it something that inspires these things in your kid? Is it something where he can feel successful or she can feel successful? Is it something where they're not sure what's gonna happen next, but it's kind of interesting and they're curious? So these are different ways you can interest and excite your kids. And 
you have to be really good at listening to what your kids are actually telling you. They may not tell you straight out, well, mom, dad, I, I need a science curriculum that, you know, that tells, that gets me interested and excited and, and, and leaves the boring facts out and, and tells me exactly what I need to know here and there. And they may, they're not going to be able to articulate that. They're just going to know that this feels good and this bores me to tears. So, um, so you have to be a detective when you work with your kids. Make sense? Okay, great. I hope this has been helpful. Um, so there are two other things that we're going to do. We don't have enough time in this little short little Facebook Live to go over everything in all detail. Um, but I do want to say if you're serious about giving your kids a completely world-class education from a top-notch scientist, I invite you to check out my website at www.superchargedscience.com and you can find out more about that. I'm giving a free live class on Wednesday in robotics. I invite you to register for that as well. If you register, we are also giving away huge bonuses like a 70% discount on our annual enrollment for my online school. So you want to check that out. Now the other two points I want to make really quick and we'll do a follow-up Facebook live after this. Um, so definitely give me your, oh if somebody could type that in that would be so great if you'd be so kind as to type in superchargedscience.com, superchargedscience.com. That would be really helpful. Thank you so much. Um, there's two more points that you want to keep in mind. Um, so we're covering, we're talking about um, teaching science right and how to um, help your homeschool kid not be flat bored with whatever curriculum you pick so you don't waste time and energy and resources on the wrong one. Um, okay, so other things about getting kids interested and excited. You got it. Now what do you do? They're excited. You, you researched, you spent half the night looking up YouTube videos that are appropriate. You showed it to them. You did all the experiments. They're excited. Now what? Right, and we get so many people that come and say, "Ah, oh, you know, I I thought YouTube would be a science education." <laughs> Truth be told, it's not. It's a bunch of people putting what they think is important on the internet, and now your kids are watching it. Um, a lot of that stuff isn't safe. For example, if you want your kids to do chemistry experiments, the last thing to do is to put them on YouTube or similar, um, and give them. Thank you, Kimberly, <laughs> for putting superchargedscience.com there in the comments. The last thing you want to do is give them access to YouTube and say, "Just look up chemistry." experiments and go have fun uh, because it doesn't teach it's not it's not a curriculum it doesn't teach best practices usually they're not from real chemists to begin with and you really don't well, if you think about the outcome you don't want your kid running around the house putting together um, different chemicals that maybe aren't safe in the first place and that's how people really get hurt and so um, so, so to take a step beyond, you need a curriculum. There's a reason that curriculum was developed. There are certain milestones and fundamentals that you need to have in addition to a teacher that you can constantly be asking questions to. Like I don't like this lady one time, we told her exactly how to do this one experiment and we told her the precautions and do not put it in the trash can, it'll catch your trash on fire. Um, and so what happens? She didn't pay attention. She didn't even read the directions. She said, yeah, I read them, but I didn't really think you were serious. She put it in the trash can trash caught on fire half the house uh, like I, she was glad that her house did not catch on fire she wrote to us and said i'm so sorry i didn't pay attention you even told me what to do and i still didn't do it so imagine these videos you might be watching where they don't do it <laughs> oh good definitely join us for the robotics um kimberly actually on wednesday it's completely free just sign up now and you'll get the list of what to get um and so you'll be completely prepared and by the way there's a cheat 
thing you might want to know about the robot class, um, not cheat, what's the word, um, shortcut, and uh, and that's the, there's a material list, and that material list will build like a dozen robots, so after you build one robot, you'll take it apart, and then make another robot, take it apart, build, make another robot over and over, so the reusable parts, you can get those parts from like a dollar store, or even spend like five bucks on those, you know those fans, those handheld fans they sell in the summer, where it's like, it's a little tiny fan, and you hold it in front of you, and you're like, ha ha, <laughs> buy that because that's got the motor the switch the battery pack the wires the propeller everything you need for this class and you can rip it apart so it's super cheap and you don't have to be running around trying to find electronics parts it's got everything in there okay so that was a, a quick side note there about the class okay so we were talking about my kids are excited now what um, okay, so this is um, step two and step three. Um, so suppose your kids are interested in aviation. Great, so you go and you join a Young Eagles program, for example, at most airports across the United States, or you just walk into an airport in general aviation and buy your kid a half an hour free uh, flight in an airplane. Now he's hooked, right? Or she's hooked. You're like, oh, this is what I want to do, right? Now what? <laughs> do you have to pay for like $5,000 worth of lessons? Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Uh, actually, it was a great idea because now you're going to give the kids a hands-on experience to make the topic meaningful. So you got them interested and excited. They've been making paper airplanes since they were two. They earned themselves a... Um, a flight with a flight instructor now they're excited and now you need to bring it and make it meaningful and so you would give them hands-on experiences hands-on experiments in aviation in aeronautics um, in lift weight thrust drag and everything possible to keep that going and to make it applicable so all your math lessons your history lessons your reading lessons your science lessons your writing lessons your chemistry lessons whatever lessons they are they can all relate back to aeronautics. And aeronautics, actually, aviation is really great because it has like almost all the subjects wrapped into one. Um, it has communication in there, and it has, um, you know, because people use radios to communicate, and there are transponders, there's electronics, there's um, all kinds of gadgets now with GPS to, um, for so pilots can figure out where they are it's got geography right and that's a big part of pilots um uh pilots life and figuring out where they are and how to get to where they're going and look out for that mountain so that um it, there's a lot of different ways you can put all of this together into a really cool package that is custom made for your kid and really just makes them just their eyes pop out of their head and like oh my gosh we get to do this no way yes so that's number two. So number one was get kids interested and excited when you do that with hands-on experiences and things that make them go, hmm. I mean, it could be as simple as taking a, um, I, usually, I like to get a bucket of water, put it half full, and I'll walk into a classroom if I'm teaching physics, and I'll say, hey, is there any, and I won't hold the handle, and I'll say, I'll hold the bucket, I'm like, is anybody can take this bucket, turn it upside down without the water coming out? Simple, right? And so half the kids get wet doing it. And then at the end, we talk about how when you swing the bucket around, at one point it's upside down and the water doesn't come out. Why is that? And that leads into a discussion. So we've got them interested. We're giving them hands-on experience. And the third thing is you need to, uh, um, this is what, Number three is this is where you introduce the academics. This is where everybody starts. Everybody is focused so focused on the academics that it bores the kids to tears because they don't have any reference. They don't know where it fits in and why they should care, and they don't they they just don't know why. 
They're, they need to know what it is and why they should care, and then you div, dive into all the academics that grown-ups get crazy excited about. So it's backwards from most what um, I was taught as a kid, from what most people are taught, and unfortunately what a lot of kids are still taught, but that's the order. You want to get them interested and excited, um, give them a hands-on experience, and then you teach the supporting stuff. And the supporting stuff is easy because, as I said, they were in the beginning. How easy is it to teach a kid when they are really excited about what you're studying? Simple, right? That's what you want to do. You, it's a little more work upstream, but down. Um, but the rest of the journey is so much more easy, so much easier. Sorry, more easy, <laughs> and and enjoyable for everyone. And the kids will often take their own path, um, and and say, "Ooh, what about this?" And "Ooh, what about that?" And there are so many offshoots you can do when you do it that way because the fire has already been lit inside. And after all, isn't that what you're homeschooling for? All right, I hope this has been helpful. If you've got questions, let me know. Aurora at SuperchargedScience.com. If you'd like to do all these steps together. Oh, I forgot to tell you about the shortcut. Oh my goodness. Hang on. There is a shortcut to steps one, two, and three. If you want to do them all together uh, and do it quickly and easily and with like no headaches or hassle or hoops or anything, um, the shortcut is that you find someone who specializes and is really passionate about what they do. So, for example, um, you would find a pilot. For example, uh, maybe an elderly person, gentleman who's you know been an Air Force pilot and loves aviation, and loves kids, and he can be with your son twice a week and talk to him about it and just like share his passion, right? And show him all the cool things. And maybe he was an auto mechanic for um, you know for the Air Force or something like that. So you find somebody who's passionate, excited, and can share that with your kids because otherwise, what are you studying it for? So that is the shortcut, and you can use it for any subject. You can use it for math, but as I mentioned, you don't have to compartmentalize all your subjects. It's a lot easier if you roll them into one under the, uh, with the filter of what your kid is interested in in the first place, as long as you know where you're headed. Um, uh, we did a whole podcast on know where you're headed, because <laughs> an airplane starting from L.A. had better know where it's going to land in New York, or it'll never get there. You need to know what your educational goals are for your kids before you start any curriculum, whether it's my curriculum or any curriculum at all, you got to be really clear about what it is that's important to you and where you're going. So I hope this has been helpful. If you're serious about doing this and you want an expert like me to teach your kids, I am totally happy to do that. Go to superchargedscience.com. You'll see a video there that outlines all the different science programs we have. And we are kicking off the year in just a few weeks. And you're welcome to check that out. If you like what you see, sign up. It's got a three full, uh, full 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can check that out if it's a good fit. Welcome to our family. If not, try something else. All right, I am Aurora with Supercharged Science. I hope it's been helpful. Have a fabulous week with your kids, and I will see you soon.